What up, everyone? Welcome to yet another episode of your favorite sports betting podcast. It damn well better be your favorite after what we have been doing for you lately. Ooh, Nelly, we'll talk about that shortly. Your host here, Brian Hagen, along with, well, Hollywood. I, I think I earned a moniker Hollywood this past week. It's the Woodman Dave Woody with me as well, as always. What's up, brother? You sure did earn it, buddy. It's a beautiful thing. We'll get to that in a minute. But we hope everyone's doing well. Happy 4th of July, everybody listening. Happy Independence Day. Uh, celebrate like a fucking drunk, but not a dumb drunk. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, don't be stupid. No M, what are the M80s in your hands? And, yeah. You know, think about the dogs in your neighborhood, you jitbags with the stupid ass bangaroonies every yeah, five minutes the dogs really do not like it and they don't and also i mean let's be honest look, look at look at jason pierre paul i mean you know you're yes he's happy he has a the super bowl ring but he doesn't have any fingers to put it on wow oh, whoa he you know when they when they present the buccaneers or the rings i hope he has like one from sonic the hedgehog that he could just put like over his nub <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> then he can wrap around that too and fucking club an offensive lineman on the way to making some pressure. Anyway, um, that's like some old school heel wrestling tactics right there. Although you can't fit that in your tights. <laughs> you have to bring a backpack for that bad boy. Nevertheless, uh, before we get started here, we like to enjoy our libations as always. We do a little segment out of the gate each week. As you listen on your way to work at uh, 6.30 in the morning, we'll tell you what we're going to be drinking here. What are we drinking, Woodman? What do you got this week? Because you said, you haven't told me what it is yet, but you did tell me that you're excited about it. I am excited about it. This is These guys are from Brooklyn. And actually, when I moved to New York in 2004, um, they had just opened up, I think. Uh, oh, good for you. <laughs> They only had at the time they only had kegs. They didn't there was no they did not have bottle a bottling or canning facility. Wow. So they all had a kegging facility. They had a kegging facility. So they and they're they're out in um in Red Hook. So if you guys know Brooklyn, like that's like uh basically like by the water, but like in like an industrial area where the IKEA is and stuff like that. And um <laughs> and they uh that's the uh landmark of red hook <laughs> the ikea the ikea and the water taxi stop is right there, there but you uh, but you but the thing is about them six point uh from brooklyn oh is, yeah i love myself some six point yeah they've grown and grown since that they've gotten really good and, and of course they started um now you get all their stuff in cans and um Little thin Johns too. They Little thin this. Johns, and here, here, here it is. I'll show it to you. Yep. So Which this is got? this is a newer one, I think. I've never seen it before. It's called Meltdown. Mm, never seen that one. Ooh, funky little green and uh, like neon green. Yeah, with blue. like neon green and blue. And it's a hazy IPA. They make several hazies that I saw in the store. I only bought one because I don't, you know, I'm trying one at a time. But um, it's a good hazy. It's really good. It's not super bitter at all. Um, it's IBUs is thirty. So what's like, IBUs mean? It's like how bitter it is. Independent uh, bitter usage. Bitter, bitterness units, I think it is. There you go. Thanks and, for um, correcting me when I actually did not have any <laughs> idea. But it's, it is 8%. So you, you don't want to crush right. these too fast. But it's a really... And here, look. Look at it in the glass, dude. And you can with these little thin can joints. Oh, it's a beautiful... It's nice, right? See, you put Isn't it in it front pretty? of your face and I can't see you. That's a good sign. Mm -hmm. I mean... <laughs> Don't take that personally. I just mean that it means the beer might be hearty. Woo. It's really good. Got out so. of that one. Um, 
All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to present a beer that I've yet to talk about as well. And I'm very much looking forward to first. Let me just go ahead and take care of what's left in this, John. Got to make some room. There he goes. A little bit of the bubbly. That's right, Chris Jericho. We have. This is from Kane Brewing Company. It is called Party Wave. It's an IPA. Um, I'm going to go ahead. Look, I got to give a proper shout out. I did. I did the a, a, a friend of the show a great injustice last week. I had a beer last week, the milkshake IPA I was drinking from uh, given to me from our boy, former, or I should say, jump the sharp alum from the Glass Cannon Network and the Glass Cannon Podcast and all that fine work they do at Glass Cannon Pod, I believe. Uh, Joe O'Brien, um, he went ahead and he basically gifted that beer if you will and was kind of like yo what the fuck talked about that beer i didn't get no kudos and i literally had it written in my notes to give him a shout out and just went right over him so my what is, i, I want to go back he he, he in your words quote yep. basically gifted the beer if you will what does that mean <laughs> yeah, well because he it was it kind, your... he gave it to his father okay who in turn i received it from <laughs> i got it <laughs> but if you see on my notes it says shout out joey I see it with multiple exclamation points, all in caps, <laughs> and he deserves it because let me go ahead and get a little bit of this. Once again, color passes a test. Oh yeah, can see beautiful, that beautiful that noggin. Let's see what we got here. Mm. Talk amongst yourselves. Ooh. So oh. where where is this oh, from? My God. Holy shit! Is it that good? It's from Paradise, apparently, because Good Lord and Baby Jesus is that delicious? Holy fucking Moses! It is really really good. Um, I'm going to go ahead and rate this on untapped, probably like a four point, at least 4.25 and a four or over to me is like a guaranteed buy needs to be in your, uh, you know, your, your, your drinking Rolodex. Yes. But, um, where is cane brewing company from? That is a good question. I mean, I believe there, I mean, I know there is a cane PA, uh, I, I have friends that how's cane spelled there. King can be spelled many ways. K A N E. Okay. So like citizen. Let's sure. see where they're at here. Cane Brewing Company is in oh Ocean Township, New Jersey. So down the, down the shore, giddy up. So I'll put that right out there too. Um, and what is this beer called? It's called Party Wave. So how dare I think that Cane PA and the Boonies would would come up with a beer called Party Wave? But it's delicious. Party Wave does sound like the Jersey Shore. I have to oh, say. fucking right! And I'm going to sound like I enjoy this because I do. Mm. It looks great, dude. And I'm going to go ahead and just keep drinking it as a celebration for coming off of a hell of a week. Look, we've had undefeated weeks here, um, 6-0 and weeks, shit like that. Last week was something special because we were we were a smidgen away from going on that 6-0. and We went 5-1. and Yep. But the best part about it was that the Woodman goes 2-1. and That's not the best part about it. But in the wake of that, you go two and one, but then you throw a same game parlay out there yeah. that hits on top of the five and one week. I mean, I think, what are we doing here? We're just we're just rolling in the cashish. And you went three and zero, oh, which is so awesome. Anytime you go three and zero, oh, you feel so good, dude. Good at math. You um, are good at math. <laughs> but uh, the same game parlay. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Was that? the one that i gave like exclusively on the show so we didn't yes. tweet it yes right. and it was the giants game which i told you when you know a pro better okay 
It's ballsy ass parlays when yeah. you go ahead and tell people to take the run line and the under yeah. in a same game par, which means you are so on point with I your told, read of this game. I just told you Cueto would be aces. I didn't think they could hit him. It's a beautiful thing, man. And we told you our love of Johnny Cueto last week. What a badass. I also dude. just like him, but that's Me not too. why, because he's not like, you know that great anymore he's older now man he's a big dude you know he's not aging amazingly like i don't you got to put your fandom aside obviously everyone knows that that's not telling you anything you don't know but like you got to put the fandom aside a little but and just read the you know the variables there's always variables lots of variables in, in sports betting try to read all the variables and then and and you're still gonna be wrong sometimes i was wrong on the white Sox. i couldn't believe it you know they just for some reason, the Mariners hit the crap out of their bullpen and just yeah. put the bull. I mean, because Rodon had been fine. It wasn't him. He, I think he gave up two runs in five or six innings. That's all good. Right. Um, the bullpen comes in. They just get, they lit him up and it was over. Yeah. That's crazy. Hey, well. You can't win them all. You can't win them all, but you can win a lot of them if you think about it. But for you, especially when it comes to the variables with the baseball side of things, look the fuck out. This cat is on point. And um, due to the slate of sports over the next couple of days and whatnot, I'm going to have to go ahead and make one of my picks a baseball pick. Uh, so I'm going to see what you feel about that. I also want to see. I like you when feel. you dip your toe into the baseball waters. I'm a big toe dipper. Um, not going to lie. <laughs> Don't mind dipping toes, but uh, you won't be seeing the knees get wet. Just toes, maybe an ankle here or there. But uh, unless, unless, ladies and gentlemen, we can make some money in tennis, right? There's going to be a value menu segment right here, ladies and gentlemen. The value menu is going to come early this week. And not only that, it's going to come off it. <laughs> so there's something, something to be said for that. But nevertheless... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake, man, you amateur. It's just, uh, I, I meant to hit a longer uh, no, drop I so I could get another drink. No, take a drink. Let me say something. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I fucking love tennis, dude. I, I played tennis in, in high school all four years, you know, varsity. Um, loved. Uh, I played doubles. Oh, yeah? Uh, Who was your partner? Well, whoever was, uh, you know. Willing to, willing to yeah, take Whoever it. was willing to. Uh, whoever was willing to barely hit the ball. <laughs> Stand there and look pretty. Was it mixed doubles? No. Did no, you ever play just, mixed doubles in your life? No, that sounds like fun. But it I does sound like fun, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure. You can get some uh, get some cards in there and some lack of clothes. Um, it's a great. It's a really great sport because um, it tennis has that mental aspect to it that that people who who love golf or people who love baseball talk about the mental part of it that is such a that can in many times be more important than the physical part that's for sure that's not quite true in tennis it would never it would never really outweigh it unless you totally get in your head and then you hit a bunch of double faults and make start making unforced errors and then it does outweigh you know and that happens it's crazy sometimes. how that yeah it, it's, it's rare that's that pretty rare uh both at the pro level and even at the amateur level that doesn't you got to be really far in your own head for the clearly superior athlete to lose, but it does happen and happens, you know, rarely, but regularly, you know? Sure. For sure. Now on the value here, I'm going to give a, a, a quick heads up. So my wife is a big tennis fan, huge tennis fan. Got into the betting as it got legal. Um, 
and, and she does great betting football. Obviously, she listens to the show as well. So, hey, you know, you're, you're going to do well betting football. Um, she did a, a nine-leg parlay, right, out of the gate for Wimbledon and just matches. She picked two underdogs, seven favorites. So she spread it around. It's, it's hard, you know, $8 to win 300 loses it by one. Ugh. The one she loses to is Josh Isner, that tall fucking American dude who was minus 800 for his match. The and one... he's the one that blew it for her. She's been <laughs> killing it, though. She's been betting other, other matches. She's been picking underdogs left and right, but she's including them in parlays only. And I told her, I'm like, look, just to anyone that you got to feel for the underdog, just bet that. Just bet that. Because she's yeah. like 4-0 on her underdog picks. She did another parlay today. Lost it by, I think, a couple matches. But the two underdogs she picked was one. I'm like, Amazing. You're, on, you're on fire. So I told her, I said... And let, let us know, folks, if you're interested. That jumped the sharp. Let us know on Twitter there. If you're interested, I will post my wife's tennis parlays if you guys are interested. Um, let us know. Shoot us that a heads is up. A, uh, that is a long-term goal of mine, like a, a bucket list item for me, uh, Brian. Because I love England. I've been to England a bunch of times. Uh, yeah. um, I've, I've, I, I thought I've, a long-term bucket list goal was to have my wife post parlays on Twitter. No, no. That's a <laughs> that's very short-term. Yeah. Uh, yes. uh, no, uh, like I, I would – but I really – I love tennis and I love – I fucking love London. I love England so much. Um I really should make it happen. Like there it would go. not be that hard for me to get to Wimbledon. It really wouldn't. I fly yeah. free, you know. Look at uh, you. Yeah, I'm I not could... a big flyer, so the, I'm probably going to go to the U.S. Open some sometime soon. But you won't be seeing me, uh, you know, having any kind of crimpets. You should go to the U.S. Open. Do oh, I totally it, will. It's a short drive, you know. Totally will. Would love to. Would love to. And I mean, at the same time of year, maybe pop over and go across the parking lot, right, and go see a game at a uh, City Field or something like that. That's right. And then maybe you'd, on your way back, uh, back towards Philly, you stop in Jersey and watch uh, the Giants lose. Well, that's what would happen if I went to any Giants game. Let's be honest. <laughs> but um, so here's the thing: I want to give a little heads up. I'm going to do a little value menu. Uh, she gave me some ammo for this, which I, I'm I'm not totally on board with tennis and I like watching it. I enjoy it. I love playing it. It's so fun to fucking play. Yeah. Uh, I, I like playing it better than watching it too. Yeah. When I say I like watching it, I like watching it. I don't love watching it. I like right. it. Um, Same. There is, um, she gave me a heads up on something and this might not seem like a value, but hear me out here. It is a, it is a value menu pick. If you really understand what we're talking about here, I told her, I said, can you give me somebody like a, like a futures bet? that you think would be a value because you obviously know what you're doing. Could you give me a heads up on a futures pick uh, that you think would be a value? And she said, no, I can't. And I said, why? She said, because it's Djokovic is well, well favored to be the winner, like by leaps and bounds. She says the next guy is like plus whatever. And I said, well, what's, what's Djokovic yet? Novak Djokovic is the value menu pick to win Wimbledon this year. It's a minus 185, and you're going to say, whoa, 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 your value menu picks are supposed to be like plus four digits. Yes, okay, I understand, but think about what a value menu pick is here. This is interesting. Minus 185 to win Wimbledon. Sure, we're in like the second round. Got a ways to go. The next favorite is is this Daniel, Daniel, I don't know, Medvedev guy, who's Russian, at yeah. plus 700. The next is Berrettini at plus 1,200 and Federer at plus 1,200. So... These guys are 
way, 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 way. So here, here's what I want to do. I want to do a little bit of analogy because you guys know that I've been doing well at golf lately and how much that is something I love to watch. Fully enveloped in it. Yes. Had Andy Lack on a couple weeks ago. Amazing interview. That was a um, great show, dude. We are, or I am fully circled in, honed in on the world of golf. And sometimes you don't necessarily need to know the talent, the players. You just need to kind of read the tea leaves. Mm-hmm. And what I've been doing and making money is, say this is late Saturday, round three. Uh, and w- name name a golfer. Rory McIlroy is minus 185. And John Rahm is plus 700. Uh, dude, I'm all over Rory late Saturday, third round, to to take that that championship of golf that weekend. And this is the same thing. And can I say why I think that sure. that is? Because what you're saying is that the book is telling you what they right. think is going to happen. And what they think is going to happen, and they have that much certainty in it because of that certainty. spread right i i don't i hate to give i you know we have this like adversarial relationship with these sports books you know because we want to beat them um but at the same time like we do acknowledge like these are the literal smartest people in the world like they'll hire like quants away from like prestigious hedge funds to come so it'd be like move out to vegas you cannot be serious well, We'll pay you. We'll pay you like six million dollars a year, or whatever. Blah blah blah. And it's like these are the smartest people in the United States. Like if they're <laughs> if that spread is that gigantic, it's like what was it? Minus, minus one eighty five, and the next is plus seven hundred. And we're not even. I don't think we're out of the third round yet. I mean, it's almost it's almost nine hundred points spread. Right. I mean. It's a difference. It, basically, what they're trying to do is they're deflect telling money. You it's over. Yeah, they're it's looking to deflect money, and they're doing it smartly. And because, they're, right, because they're saying, "I hope you will throw good money after bad on all these underdogs that aren't going to fucking do it." It's it's fish city here. Okay, there's a lot of reels that are in the water for all these other people, and they're hoping people will go for it. And look, if Djokovic gets hurt or something like that, that's how I read this. Like, if this motherfucker doesn't get hurt, he's probably going to win. He's going to win Wimbledon. Minus 185 is not like this is why it's kind of like a shady value menu pick, but Listen, it's not. He's couple, going to win Wimbledon. A couple years ago, I would have said, after the, you just read me those odds, I would have said smart money would be on Federer. Right. Because it's plus 1200, and he is, you know, two, three years, two, three years ago, he was 90% as good as Djokovic. He was, right. he was you know, better up here. I'm pointing at my head. And and you know diminished physically because he's getting old. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's it's he's old now. He's like old, like yep. he, and he looks it, and, and he, he looks it, and like and the, he's awesome, he's, but he looks it. He's not going to win. He's, he's he can't beat him. He can't beat him. No, Djokovic is going to win. That's why of he's minus. Of course, See, he's what they do, win, the books he's are leaving this. At, they're dangling this enough for the smart betters to say, "I'm taking that that 185 because they know they're going to make their money." on the other people taking the crazy odds. But the smart people are going to go, yo, minus 185, I can make money on that. Put yeah. it out, you know? So yeah. I know, I know sucker, it's, it's, it's sucker, a little hard. And the sucker says, oh, plus 700 Medvedev, he's got such a good serve. I'll throw. And Vegas is just like, thanks for the free shit, bitch. <laughs> there it is, right? <laughs> you insensitive asshole. <laughs> but that is the value. But don't go away. Value menu, the late night value menu, as so, I mean, 
we went live like, or I'm sorry, about four, 40 seconds before we record here. I'm just like, what are we, I'm going to do a value menu to start and then to finish. What could be the later value menu? Like the one that comes later in the show and the Woodman just immediately. How about the late night value menu? I was like, <laughs> oh, come on now. Let's go. Heads up on that. The late night value menu is kind of going to be a little bit of a regurgitation of things. But if you guys saw my post on Twitter today regarding the Phoenix Suns plus 2400 on our show number 26 10 weeks ago to win the NBA Finals, you would have quite an opportunity to hedge right now. You would basically have guaranteed money, which is something we spoke about on that as well. So. I listened to that clip and I thought my first thought was first of all Brian is so fucking smart. And That's my correct. second thought was we should probably try to remember to do some sort of value menu for some sport every show Often. because I think we would hit them like I think we might hit like like a really crazy high percentage. If you hit like 20% of them, you're going to get paid. I think we would I think you and I could hit more than that even. Well, I love everybody that. But when you're talking about the, uh, we're okay. So we're going to talk about a couple that we mentioned already. Yeah. If you myth, myth, geez, if you uh, this cane brewery's got my tongue tied. <laughs> if you missed the boat on those, listen, it's kind of come full circle. Just listen up. You might want to. Well, okay, maybe not all of them. There's one I'm going to talk about that. If you missed the boat, you're shit out of luck. The other one, if you missed the boat. You can get right back on. It came back to Doc, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But let's just get to what people want to hear, okay? Let's get down to business. It is time. Now i got to talk in Ric Flair mode. It's time for the picks of the week. Batting first, playing center field, leading off. That's David Woody, the Woodman. I'm so excited. What do you got, brother? I'm going to uh, do... Uh, three baseball picks, and I'm going to just just for for like no real reason other than just like I just think it's fun. I'm gonna do as my first one the plus one, which is like yes, which is like uh, like you'll see when I talk about it. But like it's an I took an unnecessary risk because I'm that confident, and because I want the I want more juice. So I don't want more juice. I want more juice. I want yeah, more man. Cane Brewery. What's up, Joe Bryan? Thanks for the beer, dude. Um. So. So Love my you. first pick is the Angels run line. All right. You've kind of been on this weird angel. Like, I think we should do something on Twitter. Is is after depending on who sends a tweet out, put the signature at the end because yeah. you've really been on the Angels a couple of days. Well, part part of this is just the opponent. That's fine with me. The Orioles are not a good team. Okay. Wait, the, the Angels are plus? The run line. Oh, run line, run line. I'll take that. Minus the one and a half. Line. Is, the run line is plus? plus it's plus one ten. How? Yeah. I think they can win by two. Also, of they course. have they they're they're against this um this the guy they're going against Aiken stinks. Uh yeah, Clay Aiken Orioles. isn't that good at baseball. You're right. Yeah. It is K. It's K Aiken. It might be Clay. I don't know. Uh, and then, at, and the, and then here's the other part, Brian. The Angels are home, okay. What? And and the Orioles have traveled across the country, okay. And it's Griffin Canning, who is their their young guy, who's really pretty good. Like he's okay. off to a really good start for the Angels. But you I mentioned like, a cross country travel, man. I love that point you made. Cross country travel for the Orioles too. Game, so game one of the series. Uh. 
Or are they playing a night? They're probably playing a night too. But I I'm just think curious. Game two, but okay. still, but still. Nah, you know what, dude? I think they're off tonight. I think they're off tonight because I think the Angels were in New York last night. Dude, I but, really, really, really yeah, like this. Yeah, pick. dude. I, I mean, we can double check if, if you want to. You want to fact check? No, no, me. no. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. Would, would you mind? But uh, I, I think I'm pretty sure that they're off tonight. Actually, so I think it's game one of the series. The Orioles flying out to Los Angeles, you know, then, then ever, if, if you've ever done that drive from LA to Anaheim, you know what it's like sitting in that traffic. It is no fun. I don't Man, care. You've been I don't, everywhere. I've been everywhere. You've been everywhere. It is, it is no fucking fun, dude. Both um, teams off to, de- to right. as, you know, tonight. So yes, game one of the series. I, yeah, I, like I this. love this pick. I am. Um, I, I, I can't, be- I couldn't believe when I saw And granted it's the run line. So they do have to win by two. But still, dude, come on. Plus 110, give it to me. Yeah, I'm down with that. Not only that, my bet on the Angels, dude. You kind of been on them. The, the, one, the one you had them in, the parlay, didn't work out. But they actually took two or three from the Yankees. Yeah. And last night, Otani got lit up. And then they came back. I believe it was a grand slam off of... Uh, off of uh, Chapman that sent that bad boy to extras, or Dude, at least like, maybe they won in, in nine. But he got lit the fuck up like he's never been in his career. Boom shakes. But, I'll, I'll tell you what's not going to be lit up. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying I, I, I still love him. But go ahead. I'll tell you what's not going to be lit up. The goal scoring for the Lightning uh, Canadians game three. As you hear this tonight, as we record tomorrow night. Um Friday, July 2nd, Game 3, the Stanley Cup Finals. Lightning Canadians, give me the under 5.5. It is a minus 170, so once again, sorry about that. But look, when you want to make money, you pay for it. Uh, This actually started at 5 even, and the over was plus money. Now the over is really plus money, but I still like the under here. I'll tell you why. Montreal is obviously in a must-win situation. You go, you go down 3-0 in the Stanley Cup Finals against the defending champions. It's over. You're done. You're done. Correct. They're going to play tight and make sure Tampa doesn't score just as much, if not more, as they're worried about scoring. Good Do you point. know what I mean? Yes. So they're going to be focused defensively. Montreal has had eight playoff home games so far in this stretch. Oh, under five and a half. Woodman, give me, like, what would you feel comfortable with on the statistic? If there was eight games as a um, you know a, a, a chunk that you have to take the your, your 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 mind read here, eight games under five and a half has happened. How many times would you be comfortable with? So like, I'm saying there's eight games so far that they played at home in the playoffs. Okay, and you're going to take the under and you're going to look at it and you're going to be like, man. Wow, it, it's it's happened five times. It's happened yeah, six times. It, no, you know? it, if it happened half the time, so four times, I'd feel I'm, fine. I feel under fine. five and a half is seven and one in <laughs> Montreal home games in yeah, the playoffs come this on. year. Come on, okay, seven out of eight games at Montreal in the playoffs. So that's going to be my number one pick right now this week. Under I, five and a half, you might have to pay for it, but guess what? Fucking use your mind if you're not down with that. And go ahead and make a little par piece. Maybe take that Angels run line plus 110. Parlay that shit up. Minus uh, 172. But I'm also going to give. And you know what? This just hit me. Wait around for pick number two. Because it's going to give a second leg to this game. That Why don't you give it now? Okay. Give me the lightning to win as well. At minus 138. Okay. That hell of a fucking price to pay 
for a team that is just way too talented and are better than Montreal on every facet. Not saying it's going to be a bloodbath. You heard me take the under. I'm not quite sure that either team is going to score two goals. Okay. This could be very easily be a two nothing lightning win or a two to one lightning win. Uh, basically, this, <laughs> I, I really think when you think about this, you're going to Montreal. They haven't been in Stanley Cup finals since 1993. They're finally letting fans through the doors. The place is going to be rabid. It's going to be rabid. The place is going to be going crazy. It's only 3,500 fans, but still. Is that it? But yeah, but still some. They'll be you know, but, but it's Yeah, they will take the place of the 16 grand that aren't there. But nevertheless, it's it's still going to be a hostile environment. However, For sure. Of course it is. I think this game is – I'm not going to say must win. It's stupid to say must win when a team's up 2 nothing. But it's almost as important for Tampa to win this game as it is Montreal. Because if Tampa doesn't win this game, they're, I, I don't think that they would win game four. And I think they're looking at, holy fuck, now it's a best of three. So I, I think they got to get their mindset right. They understand what they're going into here. I really believe they're gonna they're gonna get a W. Also, Lightning on the road in the playoffs. Nine games are six and three so far in the uh, NHL playoffs this year. Six and three on the road. I'm gonna go with some stats here, but also a minus one thirty eight. When you just look at the Canadians, who sometimes you know you got these teams that make their way into the playoffs and or make their way deep into the playoffs that. I'm not going to say don't deserve to be there. That's not the case. That's never the case when it comes to stuff like that. If you look at 2010, the Flyers and the Canadians, it was a seven seed versus an eighth seed, which was the Flyers, I believe. And then they ended up going to the finals, which is kind of similar to what's happening this year with the Canadians. So, but what happened there? The Flyers lost to the Blackhawks in six. I just think that... I think the Canadians don't win this game. And I really am getting scared about – I'm rooting for them, by the way, because I got money on the futures with the Canadians. But I am being honest to myself here, and I'm thinking that there's no way that the Lightning do- doesn't take game three. Minus 138, a great price for a better team. And the thing is, even if I wanted to go ahead and play towards the Canadian side of things here, it's only plus 118, which is kind of wacky. I know they're at home ice. If if really that was that big of a deal, I think this would be more even, Stephen. For Tampa to still be minus 138, it's a great price. Uh, go ahead and, and roll with that. Now, that's something you can go ahead and put some dough on without worrying about it. So right now, give me the under five and a half. Give me Tampa minus 138. Now, the one thing I was saying is something I can maybe roll with that. And I, I mean, I, I don't see anything that they have up right now on FanDuel. But tomorrow, if you guys are down, fuck it. I'll throw a same game par on our Twitter uh, page for the for this. And you better damn well believe two of those are going to be the under five and a half and lightning to win out right. I definitely strongly endorse that under for sure. Um, you're you don't like that pick of the game. No, I don't. I watched. Uh, I will say I watched the game last night, and um, um, you know, I thought that the Canadians probably outplayed them a little. Um, like although like although they lost. Um, and I think, I, I mean, no one's going to deny the lightning are the better team. Um, what but the Canadians, don't you fucking understand? <laughs> I did. I, I thought the Canadians played really well. And so I think they'll have enough fight in them, in a kind of defensive struggle that I expect to happen. Uh, that they, they just, like you said, like it is literally a must win. Like they, they cannot, oh, yeah. they know oh, yeah. if they go down three, that's it. It's um, over. Whereas like what you were saying about Tampa Bay, like they might think of it 
like for you, like in your mind, it's almost like a must win because then if they were to lose, they very well likely could lose game four also in mm-hmm. this historic, you know, this, there's a lot of history with this team. You oh, know, yeah. the, the Canadians most, are like a famous. And, yeah. Right. right. And besides you know, the Yankees are the most champ, you know, most totally franchise. Yep. And so, so to me, I think Tampa Bay is not looking at game three. I wouldn't think in their brains they're not thinking of game three as a must win because they're already up 2-0 and they're just like, okay. So if for some reason they were to beat us, we'll just go up 3-1 and we'll put them away at mm. home. You mm. know, it's like the, the, that's probably how I would think if I was a player. Maybe. Maybe. Um, although I don't, have the, I don't have the killer instinct like you. But uh, – <laughs> We'll see about that, brother. But yeah, I'm feeling but, good on that. I'm really. I, good. I don't feel as good about the the money line pick, but I f- I could not agree more with not only the pick but your logic behind that under. I think that under is so smart. Let me just say one more thing before we get to your second pick regarding the actual game. Um, I actually, when I first looked at this and I, I thought about it, I thought about it emotionally first, and you know, I do dig the emotional side of things. And I was like, oh, dude, Montreal's coming back down 2-0. They're going to be fucking pumped up. They're going to, you know, a hallowed arena in, in, in the NHL. They're yes. Montreal. The fans are going to be like, whatever fans are there are going to be going crazy. Um, true. This, that, and the other All thing. True. Like, there's no way they're not going to win. Like, fuck it. They're down 2-0. They got to win one, right? Like, and then I realized, oh, whoops. That's just not the way to fucking put your money where your mouth is. That's not how you think about right. sports. You and know, for also, me. for plus 118, in your view, it's just not good enough. Like That's not good enough. I need more but juice. The, but on yeah. the flip side, the minus 138 for the for the team that is just not way bad. better. It's just way Look, better. Just because you're way better, you're, you're playing a sport. It doesn't you know mean you're going to win. But <laughs> I'll say, okay, uh, here's what I'll say. I, I don't think you've talked me into your pick, but you talked me out of mine. <laughs> <laughs> you're not touching this game you're I'd touching rather the under not, but. Well, I, I wish I didn't already place a bet yeah yeah. I wish I didn't have anything on the money lens because uh, I could see it going either way you you convinced me about that all good let me hear what your second pick is okay. though and see if you can convince me on that Get what I've back. been you guys I've noticed I've been doing a lot lately is the I do one that's literally like brushing a, his shoulder off while making this pick <laughs> I've been doing stuff. one that's like a strong favorite and it's funny that a lot of those haven't hit actually, but uh, but this one, <laughs> but this one, I feel really good, uh, really really good about. Um, you know, it, it's one of the, uh, it's a team, it's drunk, it, it's a team that is so. <laughs> I love that trap. I team, knew you would. It's a team that's so so talented and good, and um, it could. I mean, we might, we'll see, right? They could win the World Series. And and against a team that just really is just just missing. I mean, it just, they have so little talent. Um, and so it's the Astros. The Astros are in Cleveland. I, I'm so happy you just said that. They're in Cleveland. So and it's minus 198, and that's that's annoying. You know, I, you wish you were getting better. But again, I do minus pars, or I'll do a par with other stuff. Just, just keep, just put it in your back pocket, right? You got this minus one ninety eight. It's the Astros. Um, it's not even one of Cleveland's good pitchers. It's, it's uh, Henkes. It's like some, I don't know, Henkins, dumb cousin. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and it's McCullers for the Astros, who's been who's, who's been pretty good. He doesn't go deep in games, but he's he's a good pitcher. So you know, so I think Houston's all over him probably. I'd probably be interested in the over as well in this game. Like, uh, but uh, uh, give me the money line. 
Uh, minus one ninety eight. Look at the Strohs go. And before I pick my last one, it is going to be baseball. I want you to just run the gamut of baseball because I don't want to step on toes of the master. What do you got for your third? Uh, my third one is is I'm, I'm back to the well with the White Sox. Dude, that's my pick. Really? Yes. White Sox money line. Yep. Minus, I'm on minus one sixty two. Yeah. Lance Lynn is just he's been he's, he's good. been great. He's really he's been good. Great. And the Tigers just they're terrible. So it's funny. Every fucking week, it's a White Sox. Not only just a White Sox pick. It's White Sox Tigers, like almost every week. I, last week was the Mariners, but I really think yeah. that two the two weeks prior was so far. I, the White Sox have been the most bad MLB team on this on this podcast, and for they're really for good valid man. reasons. Yeah, but every game that we've gotten a W on them has been first versus the uh, versus the Tigers. Yeah, dude, I had Lance Lynn, so that's going to be my pick too. Okay, Pit, he started out great in the year, coming down to earth a little bit, but. Yeah, dude, nah, he's still good though. Come on, yeah, he's still good. Dude is pitching for the Tigers. I, you know, he, he's like, he's all right, but it's the Tigers, and I think, it's, he's, oh. I think I think he's in his second year. His first year was last year, COVID, and and you know they only he only pitched a few times. He he's he has some promise for sure. He was a I remember he was touted like uh, uh, like one of these touted like draft picks, like the MLB draft. This is that Mize guy. Yeah. So K- Casey Mize. We're, right. We'll get rid of the pronouns. <laughs> yeah. Cause he's so good. We called him. He for about 16 minutes. Sorry about that. Casey. Mize, okay. I think his name is, um, I'm yeah, proud he- of you for not mentioning the, the pitcher as the team name this week. Very, <laughs> yeah. very big step for you. <laughs> yeah, We're gonna, my, my third selection is Lance Lynn. I really think that, um, He's it, doing good. And, it is. Uh, I mean, I think it, the misers have been playing like shit. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. We got the same one for number three, man. But no, I mean, that's why I wanted you to go because I had a feeling. Part of it is just that the Tigers just stink, dude. You know, this isn't even really about the White Sox. The Tigers stink. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I, you know, look, I, I know I got all minuses on my side. He gave you a plus. I'll give you. How about this? I'm going to go bonus pick. I'm going to give bonus pick. The bonus. There was pick. another one that I was looking at, and I was like, you know what? Um, I'm going to go ahead and make this a pick here. Do it. What is it? What do you got? I'm going to go ahead and make a fourth pick this week. And this, this is totally off the cuff. But I like the Mets versus the Yankees tomorrow at plus so do 122. I. I love it. This dude, this t- Taiwan Walker. This Taiwan guy, Walker. This dude is just fucking good, man. Yeah, he's um. What, in a baseball. Here's a little baseball lingo for you. Go for it. When a pitcher has been pitching really well, they say he's been shoving. Yo, this dude's shoving coal. Wait, I don't know. He's been shoving. It's more okay? shoveling. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he is. He's shoving, dude. For dude, sure. That's awesome. The uh, the Yankees have this dude, Montgomery, on the mound, who is good. Sufficive. He's one of those even Steven kind of guys. He's like a better fucking uh, the hell, Kyle Kendrick. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, he is, and he's a little bit of a soft tosser. He's not a lot of strikeouts, but he's even Steven, as you said. Yeah, he ain't shoving shit. No, he ain't shoving. No, that dude, uh, that <laughs> Taiwan Walker, shoving baby. So he's going to shove us to a victory at plus one twenty-two. I'm going to make four picks this week. How about That's that? a great pick, dude. Also, the Yankees, um, not so good against right-handed pitching. Oh man, M- most of their wins are come against lefties. Go make some dough in that plus one twenty-two. I love it. And I, I got love news that for pick, Brian. Here's what, here's what I'm going to do real quick, Woodman. What do you I'm got? Gonna take, I'm going to take my uh, my Picarinis here. Let's go with where the fuck was the other White Sox? All right, 
I'm going to take my two White Sox pick, parlay it up with the Lightning winning outright. That's a plus 519. As I say two White Sox picks, my two baseball picks. I love the White Sox this week. Uh, two baseball picks. So Mets, White Sox, Lightning, parlay, plus 519. It's badass. I love it. Um, if you did my three as a par, it's plus 411. All right. Now we're talking. Dude, that's money to be made right there. And hopefully if we can you – know, let's – if you do all six of ours, no, actually, seven would be five. No, no, it's, it is six. It'd be five because you can't do the over under on a hockey game and the line. So you can't. But what I will do, no, because you know uh, some weird. Okay, so it'd be shit five with so. the parlays. But yeah, here, we'll somebody go, can we'll, do some. Somebody should do a fun. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll do. I'm it. doing it right now. I'm doing. I'm literally doing it as fun we speak. Five legger that incorporates. Uh, Who doesn't like a nice five legger every now and again? All right, so we got. Where are the angels at? Come on, you. Where you at, you? All right, there they are. All right. If you five it up, plus 1322. I like that. Come on now. It's worth it. I'm doing I'm that. I'm going to do it, actually. Beautiful thing. Um, That's our picks for the week. Woodman, angels. Run line, minus one and a half runs, plus 110. Strohs, uh, money line, 198, uh, minus 198. White Sox, money line, minus 162. I'm going to go with Lightning Canadians Stanley Cup Finals game three under five and a half at minus 172. Give me the Lightning to win that game minus 138. That's fun. Um, yep. Also the White Sox at minus 162. And a little throw in on the plus side. Make everyone some extra cheese. Mets plus 122. Money line at the Yankees. Uh, all right. Well, that's pretty much it. Oh, wait. The late <laughs> night value menu. We need a sounder for that. It's time for the late night value menu. Now, it's not necessarily, it's kind of like, like I mentioned, a regurgitation of shit we talked about on future episodes. It's, it's just a, hey, if you're interested, think about this. All right. So this is where we're at on it. We have two that I want to talk about. One that isn't think about this anymore because you probably did miss the boat. So we'll get that out of the way. One of Woodman's picks this week had to do with this team that we were like fucking touting as a future bet over and over and over again, saying, look out guys, this team is something to put money on right now. We got it at plus 2,500, I believe. Then I believe we put it back in at plus 2,400 shit like that. That's the Houston Astros. That's when they were like the seventh, eighth, ninth most favorited team to win the world series. Where are they at right now? Plus 650, second biggest favorite behind the Dodgers to win the world series this year. Wow. So that's kind of a missed the boat oppo, and we're not trying to rub salt in wounds. We're just saying if you were with us, giddy up, because that's it. We're not saying Houston Astros is going to win the World Series. We are saying equity is fun as a gambler, and you just made yourself some big time equity. Hell yeah! And uh, and we're not bragging either, but we are pointing out like listen to us when we do these things that are really futures that are down for things that are down the road, because I think our track record on those is, is quite good, Brian. Big time, big you know, time. We so talk, one we, of, we mentioned Shohei Otani, you know, we, oh, yeah. we re, we really strongly recommended taking him as a American. League don't, don't be humble. I that did was you brother at plus 2000. And if you go and look now, he's, he's, I think he's plus one Oh five. And I was so loaded after that episode that I started doing sh- uh, show post-production, and I was like, okay, I'm putting this in, putting this in, and I totally fucking forgot. Fuck I remember, sake, yeah, because you, you, uh, you were doing you uh, were doing shots of bourbon, I think. 
Well, I mean, you know, what else is new? But nevertheless. Um, <laughs> all right. So one that if you missed the boat on, do you want to get back on? Because for a minute there, you really missed it. And now they're giving free passes to get back on. Yeah. We're going to go to the NFL. For no, here, for no, for no good reason that for, I can well, tell. This is why I can't wait to talk about shit like this. We're going to do a little NFL talk while we're on the way out of the door. NFL Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year. I went ahead and said my favorite pick. I have two, and both of them are on fire right now. So you can get on on the on board with both if you're interested. And on fire, by, by that I mean Vegas ain't putting them on fire. I am. You're getting banged for your buck. Travis Etienne, when I originally gave it, was plus 2,500 for Rookie of the Year. He went down in a week after that episode to plus 1,500. Which is where I got him because I forgot to do it when you said so which is still great value but, I but you to were like something. whoa yeah yeah this is going to keep going i thought and it, it would did keep drop going. and it did right it what did, did it, what did eventually i believe it to... went down to plus 1200 wow yeah right now as we speak because there was some positive james robinson news out of otas and we'll get your feeling about that travis etn back up to plus 2200 which is big time value and i will be putting a smidge on that after this show is uh, done recording what, what does James Robinson scare you, brother? No, James, you know, James Robinson is a good, you know, straight ahead kind of, um, you know, fall forward kind of guy. Um, he's, you know what he is? Uh, if you remember what Jordan Howard was like mm-hmm. in his prime, Jam- I think James Robinson's about like that. You know what's funny about that is um, a year that, ago, and that's no one you, fucking that, knew who James Robinson was. Right, right. And I, I, and listen, and that's not a useless player for an NFL team. That's a good player. You want to have him around. Um, they can handle volume. Uh, but when you have a weapon that can that has yeah. actual breakaway speed and moves – you don't give the, you know, those Bears teams, they gave the ball to Jordan Howard that much because they didn't have anybody else like that they could give. They didn't have Tariq Cohen yet, right? Right, right. Um, you know. This dude's what they call in baseball a five-tour. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and put my money on him because one thing you mentioned uh, when we were speaking about it before was the fact that the rookie of the year uh Props are tending to go towards quarterbacks, and sure, that makes sense. But especially, I have no um, confidence. Especially Fields and Lawrence, right? Those are the two. That Lawrence top. is plus two seventy. Fields is plus five fifty, which is so weird. Like people already forget. Like I'm just saying this right now. Justin Fields is not winning Rookie of the Year. Okay, <laughs> like people forget that he was borderline maybe not going to be drafted in the first round until certain picks went certain ways and the Bears traded up to get them. A lot of people, most GMs in the league, are were totally anti even thinking about picking them in the, any round. It's not, so, very, it's not a very good thrower, dude. And that's I the mean, job. Some, some will argue his accuracy is on point, but he's not a good thrower, which is what you're saying. It's not. It's, right? So, I don't think. I mean, I don't watch that much college football, but I, you know, from what I saw you know, the clips and so I don't see yeah, it. But, the clips can, you know, because some that, people that say he doesn't selectively edit his first read. Exactly. His first reads are like his number one thing is that he doesn't read. He sticks to his first read. And then they show all these clips of him, you know, checking down. But it's not. Look, it's just different in the NFL. It is. Okay? It and is. Ohio State quarterbacks blow. You heard me do that rundown. Remember that? You Holy did. Shit. It was amazing. It's very powerful. You know, but I would. I guess my point would be, you know. I think it's silly. I to me as a better, 
it would be very silly to take one of the quarterbacks, even Lawrence. I know he's like this can't miss whatever, but like, well, where's the I, value in plus two seven? I, well, that's I mean. right. That's it. So, and and then the other thing, Bry, is that you know, historically, rookie quarterbacks have had a really tough time in this league. There's been a lot of guys. Um, I'll give you some. I'll throw out some names. Right, Peyton Manning. Um, yeah, set an uh, interception uh, record. His rookie see. year. Correct. Yeah, he had a really bad rookie year. And then his second year, he was awesome. He was like, of course. Me. He was Peyton Manning. You know? He was fucking Peyton Manning. Um, and he, and Trevor Lawrence might be Trevor Lawrence in a couple years. He sure. Just, he won't be next year. Sure. Uh, John Elway. John Elway yeah, had right. a, a tough rookie year. And then the second year, he was John Elway. He was fucking sick. He was Mason, right? Um, <laughs> we, we, you, can, you don't need me to... to Everybody, I think, knows that this is a common thing. You know, in the NFL, you get to the NFL and the speed is too much, right? Everyone is where you're expecting them to be a second earlier than you were expecting them to be there. And, and it doesn't what? it doesn't work. You they're guys, expected to be there for one more game this season, right. too. Give me the right. running back, dude. Give, Give me, me the, the running, running back. back. Rookie QB, first of all, those those odds aren't aren't good enough anyway. And secondly, rookies often don't win offensive player of the year because rookie QBs have a really tough time. You know, last year Justin Herbert was good, sure. Um Tua wasn't. Burrow was not great. Like it, it's tough. It's just tough for rookies, right? Um now let me give you a little quick, uh, quick tidbit on. Sorry, last last like th- three seconds. It's also not that easy for receivers. It's really tough on tight ends. Rookie rookie is tough, right? One position, one position where you might be as good your rookie year as you are ever going to be for the rest of your life in the NFL, and that position is running back. Running back, hundred percent. And I'm so glad you said that. I'm glad you 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 said that right before this because. I was going to give a heads up on the fact that the next position after the, the so the the top odds are Lawrence Fields, Wilson, Lance Jones, which is ridiculous, and then the next one is Najee Harris, a plus one thousand running back. I get it. That's Pittsburgh, interesting. It is interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny that at all. I, I would I would throw five on it, maybe. Right, you know, right there you go. Yeah, right. So the next one after that at plus eleven hundred is Kyle Pitts. If if you want to talk about how quarterbacks don't have a good rookie year, mm. you know who really does not have good rookie years. It's tight end position. Fucking tight it's end. Tough, dude. dude. It's not where it's Look at, at Hawkinson or other people that that came coming out. You're like, oh, everybody's like, oh, they're ready. They're NFL ready. This 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 guy is going to be the exception because of X, Y, and Z reason. They never are, dude. Look never. at every every like you can't do. No one knew Travis Kelsey, or, you know, like until we, year two or three. Like totally, you, dude. All of them. All, all of them. them. No all exception. Them. No exception. No, but but think about the ones that were touted, like you mentioned, Hawkinson. He was the one that came out because him and Fant came out in the same year, and I was like, "Yo, Noah Fant's a better tight end than Hawkinson. He's faster." And, and and they're talking about this guy in the top five. I think he went like eight to Detroit. But yeah. they're like, no, no, seriously. This he's guy different. Is, he's different. He's the NFL ready. It's no bullshit. This guy's going to come in and be a game changer. And this dude hasn't done shit. No, he had, um, well, well, he had, um, if I remember correctly, I think he had like nine little short catches his first game. Right. And then and people did absolutely nothing. Literally like, like zero fantasy points, like almost the whole rest of the year. Like nothing. Absolutely nothing. Right. He basically just used him as a blocker because he, couldn't learn right. all the routes that fast and like do everything. It's t- it's tough, dude. He's still not tight there. It's tough. You it listen, is. listen. A tight end has to be able to. I'm sorry, I'm getting like emotional. 
do like, it. Punch your hand. I don't it. think people give them enough credit. Like it's like one of the key positions on the field. A tight end essentially has to block the toughest motherfucker edge on the rusher, other team. Edge rusher, yeah. And then outrun some of the other fastest people on the team. Yep. Like it's really hard, and I can't believe that any of them are successful doing it. It's a tough position. That's awesome Rookies that you say that. don't do out. it. Let's get football going. God damn it. God, you're getting me pumped Rookies up. don't do it. You know, Ugh. he's not going to no, no. Pitt, uh, do I think a, he's going to have an excellent career? Hell yeah. Of course he is. Yes, he's a freak, and he's a local dude. What's up? That's amazing. You're not going to win rookie of the year. I'm sorry. No. So ETN plus 2200. Get back on that boat Love it. right now. I'll tell you another one that I do like, and I know you're talking about receivers not necessarily being the, uh, right out of the gate, and they're not. But Some do. Some do. Je- Justin Jefferson did. That's true. And there's a guy who I think will do almost not I'm not gonna say Justin Jefferson. I'm saying I'm gonna say a guy who's fitting perfectly into a situation mm-hmm. with a guy that is underrated in our book, throwing him the ball. That's Tua throwing a Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle is also plus twenty two hundred. Yeah. And the reason why that is interesting is because when I originally gave you guys the heads up on that, it was plus sixteen hundred. So that might give you pause, and I get it. Woodman makes good points about the wide receivers. I'm not saying go run at that. I'm saying the ETN boat is back in town. See if you want to jump on. No, I mean, like, whatever. A couple dollars at the Waddle is not. Oh, for sure. Now, I don't know that much about him. Does he have, like. Dude, he's like. He, I'm telling speed? you. Speed? Does he have, like, breakaway? Yes. Yeah, okay. he's, a, he's pretty much the fastest player in the draft they, this year. He is. Nah, the, he's, he's, he's as fast as the guy the, the Eagles got. As Devontae Smith, yeah. Devontae Smith is the most pure route runner, probably that has come out of the draft in a long time. Like since Amari Cooper or something. Jalen Waddle is like a spazzy route runner that can get himself open, but it, it's it's yet to but be. He's, seen. You think he's faster, dude? A lot of people hated this comparison because everybody made it, and a lot of the guys who were going through trying to be these uh, YouTube, you know, smart uh, NFL draft analysis guys who are like, I'm not going to do this because it's a stupid. Uh, it's a stupid comp because everyone's saying it. Well, just because everyone's saying it doesn't mean it's a stupid comp. Jalen Waddle really, really gets me Tyreek Hill vibes. Oh, shit. Yeah, like boom, boom, boom vibes. But then also, look out, it's a two-for-22 game. Sure, so, sure. But if this motherfucker puts up 10 touchdowns, you know, he's, getting, he's got a chance. He's getting and that I award. Think, and yeah, yep. So he, he gives me big-time Tyreek Hill vibes. Wow, shit. Yep. So Devontae Smith is small, tiny, but it's just a, such a good route runner that I think this dude is more like a, a – look, I'm not saying Justin Jefferson. I'm not saying look out for the best rookie. I'm saying he just runs routes well, and he can trick people out of their shoes. A small guy who runs really good routes, that would be more not, – not so much Justin Jefferson. That would be – that would be – no, no, no. The great route running little tiny guy you think – I would think of – um uh. I would think of uh, Keenan Allen or, um, you know. Well, you Keenan could... Ivory Wayans. <laughs> or uh, maybe... Don Beebe. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, sorry, I actually have a good come for that. I'm a, waiting. A small guy who runs really great routes, Jarvis Landry. That's your comp. Oh, okay, sure. Is he that small? Yeah, I guess so. He's not he's, big. He's, he's not he's, a big he's dude. He's definitely a, 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 a catch receiver, which is but, nice. He runs beautiful routes, man. He's always open. That's what I like about Devontae. He'll catch it, secure it, and he, go. The, the Jalen Waddle well, Especially effect. if Jalen Hurts has the accuracy problems that I think he's going to have, yeah. it'll be nice to have That'd a guy who's just wide open. 
you know, he needs somebody who's open, <laughs> you oh, know, uh, he, he doesn't, he can't put it in a little spot. Right. So if, if Devante can run those kind of routes and he's just standing there open, well, talking football, that's okay. God. Then, then I, that's something you can work with. Right. Absolutely. I felt fun talking football. Let's do more of it soon, please. <laughs> We're going to have a very special episode regarding football coming up, ladies and gentlemen, but then when it creeps into August, there's nothing better than fantasy football for the Woodman and me. We love we it. We love it. We're going to talk a lot about it. We're going to do some special shows, but not. But we're also gamblers here. Okay, we're going to do some futures city. Like look out on our NFL preview shows that are going to be happening. Just once August turns the page, man, it's going to be like NFL, NFL, NFL. Because we're all giddy as fuck, and we'll still do our thing. We'll give you that 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 three leg parlay, John Winner for the woodman on his baseball and all that but listen this is coming up coming. fast brother like That's think awesome. about this dude. we're already in july. july this is coming and next week's going to be july year and we're <laughs> going to get even more july year until august gets here baby <laughs> and then we're going to be talking football like legit but yo t- plus 2200 travis Etienne. i can't wait to revisit this and see how this <laughs> this comes back be like hey kyle pitts 18 touchdowns rookie of the year fuck um but yeah so much for a quick show, Woodman. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, brother. Love you too, man. This has been fun. You ready it's to good. hit the bricks? Yeah, I'm good. So, everyone, thank you uh, so much for the support. We're going to rock and roll on out of here this week. Everybody have a safe and awesome 4th of July. Uh, that's the Woodman, Dave Woody. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And this is Brian Hollywood Hagen saying peace the fuck out. We'll see you guys next week. Let's make that dough. Peace. Peace.